0: Hi, friends, welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Thank you for being here. This is Katie. I'm your host, as usual, for these mini-sodes. Today, I have a fun sort of change-up in style of how I'm going to present a listener story. We had one of our listeners, she's one of our uh, patrons, also. She sent us some video DMs on Instagram, and they're so cute. I love being able to hear her voice and see her face. Uh, It puts a lot more personality into it, you know, versus just reading an email. And she was telling us a story of her experience in the church about being what she, she identified as a progressive Mormon. And if you listen to our episode, it was a few weeks ago at this point, Sarah and I did an episode about what we called progressive Mormons. And so she's responding to that and she also has another little story uh, follow-up with it that has to do with her bishop and a bishop interview. So I'm going to play them for you so you guys can hear, and Instagram only let her send them in 60 second increments, so I'll, after each increment, I'll pause and uh, speak a little bit so that it's sort of like we're having a conversation, (laughs) and then I'll let her continue because I think a lot of you will really relate to this. I think she has some very valid and interesting points, so here we go.
1: Hey, y'all. I just listened to the podcast, and I freaking loved it. It was so great. Um, And I was, like, bouncing in my seat because I was like, ah, I have an answer to this question. Okay, <laughs> so you're asking, like, um, how can you call yourself, like, a progressive Mormon and stay in it? And so for me, like, I was what I consider progressive, like, almost the whole time I was in the church from, like, 14 to 26 years old. And so my deal was I was like, well, these guys – you know that are in charge like the apostles and prophet and everybody um you know the things that i didn't like like about gay marriage and stuff that they taught i was like okay like that's not from god um but they said this other stuff that was good and that seemed like it was from god so i'm just waiting for them to catch up so basically i guess i thought i knew more than the prophet it's (laughs) looking back on it it doesn't have a lot of logic to it um but at the time to me i believed in joseph smith
0: Hey, y'all, <laughs> okay, so I totally get that. I think that almost every progressive Mormon I've talked to has said the same thing, like, "Oh, yeah, they're not speaking for God on this- sh- this issue, but they are on this other issue, and honestly, that's how I was when I was a Mormon, too. Probably a lot of you were as well until we thought about it for a bit and were like um (laughs) that doesn't make any sense
1: (laughs) so like i i believed that joseph smith was an actual prophet and sorry i'm like dropping my phone i believe that joseph smith was a prophet and that he restored the gospel and so i was like okay he got it right um because i didn't know the full history um i didn't know his whole deal (laughs) And so I was like, well, he got it right, and, you know, people aren't perfect, like, we've got guys who aren't totally listening to God um, that are in charge, but it seems like for the most part they are, so I'm just waiting for the church to catch up to what God is telling them. But really, I was just picking and choosing what (laughs) I did or didn't like that they said, and if I didn't like it, I was like, well, they're speaking as men, but you can't really do that, like, the way that it's set up, it has to be all or nothing, Um, Mm -hmm. But that's what kept me in was the Book of Mormon. And then when that fell apart for me, I was like, well, fuck this. I'm getting some real panties and a cup of coffee. And I haven't looked back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Real panties and a cup of coffee. Amen. I can say amen to that. Um, (laughs) So I, I really like how she brought up the whole picking and choosing. It's such cherry picking. And I think, honestly a lot of religious people do this depending on what religion they're in, but I think I guess I'm just more exposed to Mormonism, and uh, it's, to me, it's like, why invest fully in it if you don't believe in all of it, but like Sarah and I have talked about before, it's this buffet style of (laughs) spirituality or religiosity or being a Mormon, it's you pick and choose what you want and leave the Unsavory things to the side, or you just don't know about the unsavory things, right? They're hidden in the corner in like the back of the buffet and you don't see them. <laughs> and then once you see those things, you're like, maybe I won't eat at this buffet anymore. This is giving me some very bad diarrhea. She also sent me a follow up message about a specific interview with her bishop before she was going to get married. So I guess for listeners, if you don't know, you probably know by this point, but if you've never been Mormon, um, you have to go through an interview with your bishop at least yearly, but then before you get married or go through the temple, you have to do like an intense interview with a bishop and stake president and all that. And they ask you very deep personal questions about your quote, unquote worthiness. And so, as a progressive Mormon, this was her experience going through that pre-temple marriage uh, bishop's interview.
1: So, the guy that interviewed me is someone that I knew, like, the whole time I was in the church. Um, And so, he knew how I felt about gay marriage and that I'm a feminist and... That I don't usually hide those things about myself. But anyways, uh, we, he's going through all the standard questions. <clears throat> and then he gets to the one where it's like, do you support any organizations that are in direct opposition to the church or any of its leaders? You know, something like that. And I was like, no, of course not. Because I didn't, I never thought, I just thought that meant like anti-Mormon groups or something. I never really sat and thought about what that meant before, like, totally. Because I mean, they always word things in such a flowery, flowery, like, whitewashed way, right? So I was just like, no, not, not I.
0: <laughs> not I. Um, yeah, that's that's very true. I think when they say, have you associated with any groups that are, yeah, Against the church or in opposition to the church, you conjure up these images of these people rioting outside the temple or outside the tabernacle during conference and all just being these evil anti-Mormon haters and, you know, crazy street preachers and things like that. You never really think like, oh, maybe LGBTQ plus ally and LGBTQ plus you know, organizations are technically against the church, you know, or feminist organizations or anything like that. Um, I didn't think about that that way either because they don't come out right out and say it. Uh, <laughs> they just make you think that anything, like... They make you think that anti-Mormon is, like, some devil-worshipping crazy people.
1: <laughs> and then this dude tells me, why don't you... Name a group that you feel like falls out of that category. Mm. And I just knew. I knew that he meant gay marriage. Like, I just got this vibe. And he had, like, this smug little look on his face. <laughs> and in my head, it was like a raging dumpster fire. Like, I was panicking. Because I was supposed to get married uh, in a few days. Like, in a week or something like that. And I just... in my gut, I could not sit there and say that I didn't support gay marriage. Like there was no freaking way that could come out of my mouth. So I was in my head, I was just grasping at straws, like God, just something, anything else. Like what, what else could possibly be considered like a group that's going against the church leaders or the teachings of the church? Like it was a struggle.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I can imagine I've never been asked that question directly by a bishop or a leader, but yeah, that definitely seems like that's what he's doing, especially because she said it was well known in her ward and everything that she was pro-gay marriage, pro-LGBTQ, pro-women and all of that. So yeah, that'd be tough.
1: And that was around the same time, like, ordained women had been gaining some traction, and this is so embarrassing, but I really feel like I had to do, I did what I had to do to be able to get married. Um, and I don't, I don't really know why I felt like this is something I could throw under the bus, because I didn't have a problem with ordained women, I actually thought it was a cool idea, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, that was the first thing for me where I was like, hmm, women are not treated equally in the church, mm, we should look into that. Uh, but that was I couldn't sit there and throw the LGBT community under the bus, which like I'm not a part of that community. I'm I'm just an ally, but something in me I was like no, nope, can't can't do it. Sorry, ladies. And so I told him I was like, uh, ordain women, and he was like, oh yeah, like well the name itself is a commandment. Ordain women. They're not asking. They're telling. And that's not our place. And blah blah blah. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, those dummies. <laughs>
0: made me laugh out loud yeah those dummies um so uh yeah first of all i wanted to say that i think it's really shitty that this was held over her head because she was going to get married in the next week so if she didn't find something to say then she couldn't get and keep her temple recommend to get married like talk about just shitty and blackmaily and gross um but I uh so ordained women, if you don't know, I bet all of you probably do, but I'll just state really quickly. it was this woman, Kate Kelly, she wanted women to have the priesthood like men do, and she started a movement in the LDS church, and because of it, she got excommunicated simply because she wanted to be equal, and yeah, of course, the whole ordain women, it's a commandment, like no, it's not, it's simply the name of the organization you. Ugh. <laughs>
1: And then he like laughed and and we moved on and silently in my head i was like please don't bring up gay marriage please don't bring it up like i wasn't gonna say anything about it and i was just like begging god in my head i was praying so hard being like please don't let him bring it up please don't let him bring it up i really want to get married in the temple um so yeah i barely skated by i'm really surprised he didn't just straight up ask me i think it's um he's kind of douchey so it makes sense that he would be like you tell me what you don't support and like baiting me to say gay marriage but thank, thank you, Kate Kelly, for existing around the same time so that I had something I could throw under the bus. And also, I'm sorry that I threw ordained women under the bus. You know, sorry, ladies. I just couldn't do it. Uh, but yeah, that's my little interesting temple interview that almost derailed my, uh, my eternal family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, holding it over your head. It's your eternal family or tell us something that you don't support also something that she brought up there with her bishop i think that's an interesting concept it's something that i've heard of recently um I, i i think the term has been around forever but i've just heard of it which is the bishopric roulette where it's like depending on which ward you're in and what bishop you have can totally determine the experience you have in the church and especially in these interviews like you could get Someone who's pretty liberal and pretty easygoing and not ask you skeezy questions about masturbation and about things like supporting gay marriage. Or you could get someone who's super conservative and will ask you every single detail. Um, So it's really strange that these men are all supposedly called of God and have all like the same authority when they're all so different and how they rule their their wards is all so different well thank you to the lovely listener who sent in those those little video clips i loved them if any of you want to send in audio or video to us we are happy to get it you can send it to us on instagram dns you could send it to us on our email Uh, Our email account is notsomalimormonpodcasts at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Patreon. It's just patreon.com slash notsomalimormon. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for listening. Have a good week.